You're listening to Singleness, Sex, and Dating with Perry Noble. You can connect with Perry and read more of his thoughts on relationships at perrynoble.com. Hey, welcome to this month's edition of the Perry Noble Dating Podcast. Meredith and Stacy are on a United States tour, so Stacy can actually figure out where the states are. But I want to do something different with this podcast. This is going to be a lot of fun. One of the most popular blog posts that's ever been on perrynoble.com is called 10 Reasons I Should Not Date Him or Her. And what I thought we would do today in the dating podcast is I want to walk through each one of these reasons and talk about them because these are, these are, this is not just a list of things. These are things that you really can take and apply to a current dating relationship or a future dating relationship. 10 reasons I should not be dating him or her. Number one, here we go. Here we go. They are not willing to fight for purity. They are not willing to fight for purity. Now, let me stop right there and and tell every dating couple this. Um, Purity is a fight. Purity is a fight. There's a myth out there that says two godly people that are attracted to each other and love Jesus will not struggle physically. And that's simply not true unless one lives in California and the other lives in New York, and you only talk to each other via carrier pigeon. Um, it's it's going it it is totally possible to to love Jesus and at the same time have to fight for purity. But the thing I've discovered about relationships is this. If people aren't willing to fight for purity before they're married, there's a greater chance they won't fight for purity after you're married. And so if if they're not willing to fight for your purity, and and let me just say this, there's there's some practical ways to fight for purity. Um, I tell people, if you have trouble... Um, like it, like when, when you get alone, you get, you, you turn into a foreign person. You know what I'm talking about when I say foreign person, Russian hands and Roman fingers. Um, you, yeah, that was great, right? Don't write that down. And I hope you didn't just run off the road. If you have problems doing that in private, then make the commitment to hang out in public, you know, go to Starbucks. Hopefully you're not going to break it down in Starbucks, right? You know, it's, it, unless there's like Kenny G night, then that would be bad. Go out to eat, spend time with friends. I'm telling you, if you're having a tough time fighting for purity, um, you can fight better in community than you can fight alone. And so if, if, but if they're not willing to fight for your purity, if they're always trying to get you alone because you know what's going to happen when you get alone, I'm telling you, major red flag, you should not be dating that person. Number two, number two. Number two is, if they are trying to get me to compromise what God's Word says so clearly. I'll say that again. If they're trying to get me to compromise what God's Word says so clearly. So compromise can never be a consideration if you want to set up for a healthy marriage. Compromise can never be a consideration. So, so um, we, we kind of already alluded to the, the purity thing, but if they're trying to get you to compromise in the area of purity, that's a red flag. Hey, let me address a, let me address a big deal here. Living together. There are so many great reasons to live together that are completely unbiblical and ungodly. For example, we can save money. 
We can practice being married. When statistics show that couples that live together I think are twice, if not twice, three times more likely to get divorced. So if somebody is trying to get you to compromise, and listen, I want to talk to girls right here. I want want you to lean in, ladies. Um, A lot of times the girl will compromise because she thinks that by doing so she can fix him. You are not the Holy Spirit. You can't fix him. And no one has ever been fixed by compromise. So if, if the other person is trying to get you to compromise what God's Word says, you probably shouldn't be dating, or you should not be dating him or her. Number three, number three. If you're always defending him or her to the people who know you, love you, and love Jesus. If you're always defending the person to the people who know you, love you, and love Jesus. Um, love is blind. It really is. Um, and so sometimes you can't see the blind spots that other people can see. I can remember, um, uh, I can remember in particular a girl dating a guy one time, and the guy was rude as heck to the girl, but the girl just couldn't see it. She wouldn't admit it. She wouldn't say it was happening. Oh, that's just the way he is. Um, he's just that way. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, if he's just a jerk, then you don't need to be with a guy. So if you're always trying to defend the person to the people who know you, love you, and love Jesus, if you're trying to hide something, then that can't be good. Which leads to number four. If you find yourself not wanting to talk about him or her in front of the people in your life that you know may disapprove of the relationship for some reason. If you find yourself not wanting to talk about him or her in front of the people in your life that you know may disapprove of the relationship for some reason. So, for example, um, I have a friend named Dave Ramsey. Now, there's a there's a 99.9% shot that Dave Ramsey is not listening to the Perry Noble Dating Podcast. So I can share this um, I can share this illustration. Please don't tell Dave. But recently, I bought a brand new car. Um, now I I know that I, I wanted this car. If if somebody is telling Dave, please tell him I did pay cash for it. I know it's a depreciating asset. But here's the point I'm making. I did not call Dave and say, Dave, I've got a great deal on a brand new car. Do you think I should buy it? You know why? I can hear Dave yelling at me now from Tennessee with no telephone. I mean, I can hear it. So the reason I didn't ask him his opinion is is very simple. I knew what he was going to say. And so so this is what I've discovered. I want to go back. There's a a girl um, who who, uh, I knew very well who had been dating this guy. Now, now, I was real close to this girl. I mean, she worked in the office and everything, but she never would bring the guy around. She was always trying to hide the dude. She wouldn't talk about him. And and I found out she was dating um, him through another per. and they dated for like three or four months before I ever met him. And when I met him, I understood why she didn't bring him around because the dude looked like... He looked like right off of Walking Dead. He really did. And that's the way I think physically and spiritually. Like this guy could not lead this girl, but she was she was so um, in love with the idea of being in love with him. She wasn't in love with him. She was in love of being in love with him that she didn't want the other people in her life that knew her best to meet him because they knew, she knew, they would disapprove of the relationship. 
Okay? Four down. Number five. If you know the relationship isn't really going anywhere, but you don't want to break up, because doing so would cause you to be insecure, because you've allowed yourself to be identified by who you are dating rather than who you are in Christ. Now, that was long, so I'll say that again. If you know the relationship isn't really going anywhere, but you don't want to break up because doing so would cause you to be insecure because you have allowed yourself to be identified by who you are dating rather than who you are in Christ. I've met so many couples, and this is what happens. They date. They, they continue dating. They don't really enjoy each other, but they, they don't enjoy the idea of being single either. So they'll date and they'll date, and the natural progression after dating for a certain amount of time is just getting married. Well, the idea that they don't really love each other enough to get married, and I've seen this happen, but it doesn't make sense to break up because there's not a good reason to break up. He didn't cheat on her. She didn't cheat on him. Nothing's gone wrong. Nothing's nothing's bad about the relationship, but there's nothing great about the relationship. And so both people feel this pressure to continue to stay together and they don't want to break up because if they break up, then they're going to be single. And we all know that the worst thing, listen, the even, even worse than going to hell is being single on earth. We all know that. And, and so people don't want to live through that, um, that reality. But I'm telling you, if the relationship isn't going anywhere, then a conversation is needed because maybe you shouldn't be dating. Number six, number six, the number six reason you should not be dating him or her is you find out they are lying to you. They, you find out they are lying to you. Listen, listen very, very clearly. If they lie to you before you are married, they will lie to you when you're married. So if you catch somebody in a lie, if you see that they're not telling you the truth, and this continues to be a consistent pattern of behavior, you need to confront them. I, I knew a girl one time, this was, this was kind of funny, um, social media doesn't allow us to lie as good as we used to be able to lie. Like, we used to really be able to lie really well, but in social media. So um, her boyfriend told her that he was uh, going out of town with his family for the weekend, but his social media account told her that he went out of town with some friends for the weekend. And I don't know if he, I mean, he just woke up one morning and a big bucket of stupid fell on his head because you don't, you don't put on social media after you've lied to your girlfriend. I'm out with some buddies. Um, he, he, he went and got hammered. And so she comes to me and says, what do I do? And I said, you got to confront him about his lie. So she goes and she confronts him about his lie. And here's the deal. That couple made it because he realized, you know what? I value the girl I'm dating way more than I value not telling the truth. He was honest with her. He confessed everything to her, and they're still together. But if this, I, but I told her, if he continues to lie to you, you got to drop him like a bad habit. Um, because if they lie to you when they're dating, it's a pattern in their life. They'll lie to you when you get married. Number seven, number seven. If you cannot confront them about issues without them losing their temper, okay? The number seven reason you should not be dating them is if you cannot confront them about issues without them losing their temper. Now, two, two things here. Um, guys, if a guy 
loses his temper. There's just like he's putting his hand through a wall, which is stupid because the wall didn't do anything. Then you have to go cost to repair the wall or hang an ugly picture over it, and it's not going to really look good. And so guys that lose their temper, listen, ladies, you got to leave him alone. It's not that's when he goes, that's just the way I am. Well, something's broken inside of him. So if he broke his ankle, would he drag around his busted up ankle for the rest of his life screaming, that's just the way I am? Or would he try to get it fixed? I'm telling you, a guy that loses his temper all the time is not somebody that you're going to be able to trust with your heart or with your children. With your heart or with your children. Now, guys, let's talk about girls that lose their temper because they do. They go to, um, there are some girls that can cry on cue. I dated one one of those times. She was weird. Um, there's some girls, and they go, I'm just emotional. I'm just emotional. That's partially true. A girl that's always crying and screaming when she doesn't get her way is emotional. She's an emotional, manipulative witch. <laughs> I'm just saying that. That you can't go to the emotional card. A woman that cannot control her emotions is not submitted to the Holy Spirit of God because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, really important thing to notice about that scripture before we move on because some people go, well, I'm doing good on love and love, joy, I'm doing good there, patience, I'm kind of good. It doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit. It says the fruit of of the Spirit. In other words, all of those things are non-negotiable in a fully devoted follower of Christ. Number eight, if you discover that they are unfaithful to you, then you probably should not date him or her. Um, that, that, pro that doesn't need a lot of um, explaining. For some reason, I can't get the song Faithfully by Journey out of my mind right now, which is one of the greatest songs ever. It's, an all, it's like a couple skate which I never was able to participate in that because I was 300 pounds when I was 12 years old and girls wouldn't skate with a 300-pound boy. Um, and But I'm over that now. I've still got issues. I've still got scars because I never got a couple skate. But if you discover that they're cheating on you, you do not need to date. Listen, you're better than that. Number nine, if something about them absolutely drives you insane – but you convince yourself that after you get married, that problem will go away. Number nine, reason you should not be dating them. If something about them drives you insane, but you convince yourself that after you get married, that problem will go away. Now, this is not a superficial issue. Like, I don't like the way he wears his hat. Okay, well, I mean, he'll grow out of that or whatever. Um, I don't like the way she always flops her hair around. Okay, well, I mean, you know, get, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if there's a temper issue, if there's a morality issue, if there's an integrity issue, and you say, you know what, I don't like that. I don't like that in them. I don't really see them pursuing Jesus. I don't really see them um, hungering after God. But when we get married, I'm sure that'll get better. Understand this about marriage. Marriage is a magnifier. And whatever is in us is going to come out of us in a greater extent once we're married. So if they're always, um, if they're always the victim, if they're always uh, talking about how bad everybody else in their life is, 
there's a good shot that one of these days they're going to be sitting in front of somebody else talking about how you made them the victim and how you're another bad person in their life. So make sure, make sure, if there's something about them that drives you insane, I'm talking about that Holy Spirit gut check, then you probably don't need to be dating them. And number 10, number 10, this is it. If the Lord has specifically spoken to you and instructed you to end the relationship, but you can't or you won't because you don't want to hurt them or you fear that if you end this relationship, you won't have a chance at another one. Let me say that again. The 10th reason you should not be dating him or her is if the Lord has specifically spoken to you and instructed you to end the relationship, but you can't slash won't because you either don't want to hurt them or fear that if you end this relationship, then you won't have a chance at another one. Now, let me tell you where this comes from. That one didn't come from a book or an idea. That comes from my personal experience. Years and years and years ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I dated a girl that was, um, I'm just going to tell you, she was an awesome girl. I don't. I honestly do not have one bad negative thing to say about this girl. She was nice to me. Um, she treated me good. We got along. But I can tell you, I, I can I can tell you where God began to deal with my heart and say, you don't need to be with this girl. You guys aren't right for each other. And so I did what most people do in a situation like that. I bought her an engagement ring because I figure if I buy her an engagement ring, that'll make the feeling go away. And, um, and, and, and then I went and talked to her dad and he told me not yet. Um, and so I was holding on to this engagement ring, but the longer I held on to that engagement ring, the more God made it so clear. Hey, listen, Perry, I'm not saying you're a bad dude. I'm not saying she's a bad girl. I'm saying you are not best for each other. And so I remember I remember the 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 conversation breaking up. It was one of the hardest conversations. Listen, obedience is never easy, but it's always right. And I remember that conversation and I remember how hard it was and I remember that I was single for pretty much about 2 to 3 years after that cuz I couldn't get a girl to go out with me. I got turned down more times than the sheets at the holiday inn, but eventually I met the person and I married Lucretia. She's amazing. She's awesome. So the, those are the 10 top reasons that you should not be dating him or her. Now, um, these are going to be in my book. At least I think, are these in my book? Did I put these in my book? I think I put them somewhere in my book. Um, they're on my website. You can you can just go to my website and, and type in uh, perrynoble.com. Type in 10 reasons I should not date him or her. And you can go through these. These are, these are great study, um, study things for maybe a Bible study or something like that. I hope that they will help you and encourage you because I know and believe without a doubt that you can date and you can date without regrets. I hope you enjoyed this edition of um, the May podcast. Uh, if Stacy and Meredith actually locate South Carolina by June, they might be back with us, but I would not hold my breath. Hope you guys have an amazing month. God bless, and we'll see you next month on the Perry Noble Dating Podcast. Thanks for listening to Singleness, Sex, and Dating with Perry Noble. For the chance to get your question answered on this podcast, visit perrynoble.com slash ask.